Uh, hey, it's me, Bum, your favorite podcaster. I hope so. Uh, coronavirus. Uh, since that came along, uh, some of the episodes that we recorded were uh, before we had to quarantine ourselves. Um, so yeah, this episode that you're about to hear was actually recorded like a month ago, and it was sort of not a mistake. Well, it was a mistake. Uh, we kind of messed up, and you'll see why. It is April 1st. Uh, but yeah, April 1st uh, did not age well, um, as you can tell by the current state of events in uh, the world. You've seen the news, you know what's going on. So yeah, that's it. Uh, stay safe. Uh, wash your hands. Uh, don't go outside unless it's necessary. Uh, yeah, we will see you uh, next next week. Or next week. I don't know. I forgot the schedule. Sometime on Thursday. Every other Thursday. There, that was it. Every other Thursday, hopefully. So, yeah. So There Was is a weird history podcast where three weird guys talk about three weird stories. But the catch is, one of us is lying. Maybe you'll figure it out before we do. I don't know. Names, characters, places, or events mentioned here are either the products of our imagination or are completely true. Any resemblance to actual persons or events we say in this podcast just might be on purpose. I'm Ivan. I'm Davis. And I'm Bum. And welcome to the So There Was Podcast, a show about where we discuss lies, deceit, and a lot more lies and maybe one truth. Lies. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, Davis, you want to kick us off? With All your... right. All right. I have a doozy for you guys. So I'm calling this story Zuckerberg Meets and Delhi. Is that PG-13 appropriate? I don't know pit. about the Delhi part. <laughs> okay. Zuckerberg Delhi. So there was this time when Facebook co-founder and CEO Mark Zuckerberg only ate animals that he had personally killed. Oh. Okay. So uh, this happened around 2011. Uh, and during the month of May, Mark Zuckerberg confirmed to Patricia Seller, a reporter for Fortune Mag- magazine, that he had selected a new yearly challenge. So every year, Mark Zuckerberg uh, selects a challenge that he's going to do throughout the year. Uh, it's uh, Let's see. So for one year, he wanted to learn Chinese in 365 days. And the year before that, he decided to wear a tie every day. Impossible. The uh, tie part, I mean. Not the Chinese part, <laughs> not the learning Mandarin. It's quite a challenging language. No, it's really hard to wear a tie every day. I mean, yeah, yeah. especially I, when this man owns like fifty gray T-shirts. Yeah, like he just—he <laughs> literally has all the gray T-shirts in the world. Why would he ever want wear a tie? All right. So uh, in two thousand eleven, Mark decided to only eat meat from animals he killed himself. He was able to do this with the help of his neighbor, named Jesse Cool, who is a professional <laughs> chef. Cool is that with a C or with a K? It's with a C. It's definitely with a K. Okay, so he explained uh, his challenge in his Fortune uh, magazine interview, uh, and I quote, Mark Zuckerberg said, This year I've basically become a vegetarian since the only meat I'm eating is from animals I've killed myself. So far, this has been a good experience. I'm eating a lot healthier foods, and I've learned a lot about sustainable farming and raising of animals. Well, I mean, that makes sense, because, you know, he's a lizard person, so his <laughs> diet needs to... He has to hunt. He has That's to hunt he... natural animals, since he is he's a lizard person, we, everyone. We can't That's where he gets his inspiration, you know? <laughs> a lizard gotta hunt. <laughs> oh, no. It's his in, 
Bloomborn this, talent. This was in 2011 before the whole lizard debacle. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly where he started. That doesn't okay. mean he wasn't a always a lizard. Mm. Is he a lizard or is he a robot? He's a both. Okay, <laughs> he's okay. a robot lizard. Um, so Mark, with the help of Jesse Cool, kills an uh, kills an animal that he wants to eat. And sends it to a butcher in Santa Cruz to, uh, and the butcher cuts it up and sends it back to Mark. Why doesn't he do the butchering himself? Uh, apparently he's not that into butchering animals. He just kills them. Like, he just kills them. Uh, I think... See, this is where he gets off. He kills animals. No, no. No, we can't say that. That's slander and libel. Or, or I forget which one. It's both. <laughs> okay, so uh, that's basically the story. I think, uh, according to the article, he killed a cow and a pig. <laughs> where do you find a cow from his neighbor's yard? He just owns a cow. No, he just bought it. He, he buys a cow. He buys a cow. I mean, you have to buy it before you, you can kill this, it. This was during it. Facebook. Right? That's a lot of or money, after though. Facebook. This is this is 2011. So after Facebook. So after okay. Yeah, it's crazy. Actually, so my references are Mark Zuckerberg. I only eat meat. I kill. Uh, that's the article by Jay Yarrow, uh, published in May 26, 2011. And then the uh, other reference I have is Mark Zuckerberg's new challenge: eating only what he kills. And yes, we do mean literally in parentheses. Mm. That's by uh, that's by Patricia Sellers, published in May 26, 2011. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy, bro, and completely true. I wonder if he's uh, eating any humans. Um, we can't. We can't say that about Mark. <laughs> Why not? He's we don't like. Know it's he's true. like. He's the supreme overlord. One of, of us tells <laughs> something false all the time. We do this. I know, but it's about searching for the truth. But Mark, I digress. Mark Zuckerberg, CEO of leaking people's information. We don't know if that's well, true. Well, he's also the CEO of Facebook, so they're one in the same. CEO of Lizard slash Robot. Uh, I, for one, do not side with these people. Mark, if you're listening, uh, if Facebook would like to sponsor us. And, and we you know, know that you're listening. Out. My phone is on right now. So. <laughs> oh, that's the NSA. <laughs> Never mind. Well, Bum. I don't have the Facebook app. So. Well, that was very... Um, lizard person. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. um, lizard person. Good and better. That was a very delicious fact. That that was a delicious fact. Uh, or fiction. I don't know. It's it could be could be fake, could be real. I um, don't know. I think somebody like Mark Zuckerberg is uh, yeah, that but that's left for the at the end of the episode. Well, just wait until I tell my story, which is true. Excuse me. Okay, so my story is titled The Ancient Egyptian Strike, also known as the first labor strike in history. Oh. So, uh it is estimated by historians that the first organized strike was performed by Egyptian craftsmen in the mid-12th century BC, or uh, during the New Kingdom, on November 14th. So they pinpointed the exact day, the estimated day, approximately. Did they have, like, a receipt or a news article? <laughs> Were they, like, in an archaeological find and they found, like, a, a striking poster? <laughs> Well, I'll, just a bunch of hieroglyphs. Uh, I'll, just, I'll get to that. It's just a slab of rock that says, no no work today. <laughs> Did they have a stone sign somewhere? Or? I'll, I'll get to that. So, uh, trouble started brewing uh, during the construction of a royal necropolis, a group of tomes and crypts at Deir el Medina in Egypt, obviously. Um, the workers felt that they were being unpaid and that their wages uh, were too low. So they complained of uh, low pay and that they were being overworked. So they organized a mass walkout halting construction 
of this uh, royal tomb. And so even though uh, a, a big portion of the people that worked on pyramids were slaves, uh, a lot of, I guess, the backbone, I would say, of the force was skilled craftsmen who did the, the fine-tuning and, you know, all the measurements yeah, and all that like stuff. Yeah, like all the blueprint work did, and whatnot. Right. Did they form a union? Uh, was there a Well, they, they all just organized themselves, like all the craftsmen specifically, so it says. it was an unofficial union. Right. And this was under the rule of Egyptian pharaoh Ramses III. And so uh, workers grew resentful uh, of their insufficient and late uh, rations. And so they threw down their tools and stopped working. Hmm. I thought they were just paid in sand or they, something. They ate? <laughs> they ate? I thought they ate sand. Oh, no. <laughs> they were, I thought they were paid in grain. I mean, makes sense. But why did they say like they well, weren't given enough rations? Like, the rations that they got were late. Well, I guess they were pretty hungry, David. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Yeah. And uh, most of this was uh, found by uh, archaeologists on uh, a papyrus script that ha, they found. I called it. And so uh, the text here uh, quotes, The prospect of hunger and thirst has driven us to this. And so that's just a small Dude, portion I called it. <laughs> of, of why they did that. And this was from the, the Turin Strike Papyrus that mm. they named. Oh, so they had the Turin Shroud, the Turin Strike Papyrus. Yeah. Oh, wow. The really? Turin Map to Hidden Gold. But <laughs> The Turin Stop Sign. <laughs> yeah, so. uh, but after negotiations with the local officials, uh, the strikers were eventually granted provisions and agreed to return to work. In fact, their wages actually went up after that. Hmm. Huh. So they actually listened to them. Which is very rare in this case, and it was pretty. They were pretty lucky, as someone else besides Ramses the Third probably would have just had him killed, or sent away. I, I or guess. Something. So yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty much it with uh, my story, the first labor strike recorded in history. And uh, my sources are History Extra. Uh, when was the first strike? Uh, published March eleventh. Uh, 2016 and Guinness World Records the first recorded strike and uh, my last source oh my yeah my last source is ancient history encyclopedia the first labor strike in history by Joshua J Mark published on the 4th of July 2017 nice hmm so makes sense that is my story quite patriotic that sounds like a very sandy situation yes Pharaoh well, well, no, no that, looks that, like that was the, the article that was posted on July 4th. <laughs> looks like the situation fell through their hands like sand. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I tried, I, really put I tried to do that. something that, that didn't work. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, Ivan, mm. it's your turn. <laughs> talk about sailing, <laughs> man. Talk about turn. an abrupt transition. <laughs> Step up to the, the hot seat. <sighs> yes. You will be judged. So, uh, is it getting hot in here, or is it just my story? Uh, no, <laughs> that's terrible. So, my story, uh, I call it the Deep Sea Mystery, and it's, it's really a deep sea mystery. It's, it's relatively new. So, there's this time when a group of scientists were filming an underwater volcano, you know, doing that National Geographic stuff you'd see on Discovery Channel. I think it's volcano, Wait, not hold volcano. You what did I say? You said volcano. In a... I'm more puzzled about the fact that you said National Geographic episode on the Discovery Channel. Yes, it's the Nat same thing. Isn't, wouldn't it it's be on the National Geographic? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get to the intro. So there was this time when a group of scientists were filming in an underwater volcano. 
in the Solomon Islands and they discovered something that had never been seen before. Uh, so the scientists, they were filming the, uh, the Kavachi uh, underwater volcano. It was active during that time. And so they, you know, whoosh, sent down some robots and they discovered that there were two species of sharks living inside the volcano's caldera. What are you doing? Excuse me, I have to check what a caldera is. <laughs> Ivan is just frantically searching. Let me search up what the word caldera just, means. Just put oh, like a uh, no, a, ca a caldera is like a, a it's like the bowl. Yeah, it's yeah. Like yeah. Bowl. So bowl. like the, the, the bulgy part, uh, the crater of the volcano, they found two species of sharks that were just swimming around in there in an active volcano. And that's, yeah, that was pretty cool. They have a whole video on it on National Geographic. And, uh... Yeah, they were really concerned about the activity from the volcano and that uh, the expedition members only left the camera in the hot, acidic water around the volcano for about an hour. And so when they just they just put it down there, this uh, they saw when they pulled up the, uh, the camera, it was like, dang, there's some sharks swimming around here. And so what they found were uh, spotted scalloped hammerhead sharks, silky sharks, and a six-gill stingray, whatever those are. Did they find a megalodon? Yes, they found a megalodon, oh, wow. <laughs> and it burst. It burst through the uh, the helium layer. <laughs> and uh, Jason Jason Statham was found. Uh, you know, he just popped on, onto the scene. He was yeah. called in because he's an expert on megalodons because of the uh, the documentary, The Meg, which was released in 2018, I believe. Believe it or not, people don't know this, but uh, this is fact, uh, complete fact. Uh, the megalodon, the movie with Jason Statham, that is in fact a documentary, and. Yes, you should believe me. Just like the Matrix. Just like the Matrix. <laughs> no, no, I think that's reality TV. Uh, yeah, yeah, so let's see. So on the Express UK news source, uh, Katie Mansfield wrote, and she was quoting a National Geographic explorer and ocean engineer, Brendan Phillips. Uh, so he said, each day we did these drop cam deployments. It was like unwrapping a new present. You never know what you're going to find, especially when working deep underwater. The idea of there being large animals like sharks hanging out and living around this volcano conflicts with what we know about Kavachi. Sounds like a Japanese dish. Sounds like an anime. It does sound like an anime. Oh, the story of the sharks in, the, in a volcano or the word Kavachi? Both. <laughs> Kavachi. That makes sense. So my sources, uh, let's see, one of them is from the Huffington Post. The Huffington uh, Chuffington The Post. Huffington Chuffington Post. Uh, the title is Sharks in Underwater Volcano, written by James Gherkin in uh, 2015. <laughs> so the title from express.co.uk news is uh, Mysterious Sharks Living Inside Active Underwater Volcano, Investigated by Robots. That, uh, that, story, yes. that story was deep. That was a, deep That's, story. That was a very deep story. <laughs> It's a very deep story. Crystal clear, like the Pacific oh, yeah. Ocean. Actually, it was pretty turbid in there, if you don't mm. know. Wait, Turbid. Turbidity is the particles in the water that make it look all cloudy. I took chemistry, I know. Yeah, so if you watch yeah. the I watched the video, and it's just... Whoosh, I never took chemistry. Whoosh. It's just a bunch of sharks. That's pretty cool. Around. Wait, how, uh, which, uh, which uh, ocean was this? It's right next to Papua New Guinea. Oh, okay. Yeah, and Australia. So, Indian Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Not even close. Hmm, interesting, interesting. Interesting. Very interesting. Hmm, now who's the faker? Who's the faker? And who's the truther? <laughs> Shut we up. We can't take that line. We should put that on a shirt. Are you a truther? Question mark. No, no, no. It was... And then the back says, or are you a, a <laughs> faker? faker? No, no, no. On the front it says, are you a faker? On the back it says, are you a truther? 
And if you guys want merch, you should guys you guys should let us know. Cause well, we don't have enough. It <laughs> would look really cool we, and we sick to put that on a t-shirt. We have the in insufficient funds to start a merch page. But if you guys wanna, <laughs> no, this isn't a sponsor. So uh, self plug. So now is the time for us to discuss amongst ourselves who is faking their story. So and who's telling the truth? Yes, I wonder. Sir. And we'll be back after these messages. Hey, Bum here. Um, your golden boy and favorite podcaster. Uh, if you already couldn't tell, uh, it's a bit different. And uh, after this uh, commercial break, uh, you'll see why. And that's partially our fault. Well, it's all our fault. Uh, we we kind of goofed it up. We messed it up a bit. Uh, you'll see just in a moment. Uh, but before you do, uh, sponsor time. Uh, I want to thank Blue Tape. Blue Tape has been super supportive for the past 16 episodes, and I want to keep thanking them because they're our only source of income. Uh, so thank you, Blue Tape, once again. Uh, my renovations are actually not doing that good. Uh, that's not because of Blue Tape, but that's because of me, and I don't know how to use tools power tools or manual tools but thank you blue tape for making it simple and easy to use also i want to thank uh, lacrembo again for uh, putting out his music uh free to use on youtube and soundcloud and i just want to thank him for putting it out there and and we used uh one of his songs that he put out called biscuit uh check it out uh, it's cool it got some cool lo-fi hip-hop beats and we use that for our uh, intro theme so I want to thank you, uh, LaCrembo, once again, for putting out your music for all to use. Sorry if uh, if this uh, this reveal is super underwhelming and anticlimactic, uh, but that's our fault, not yours. Please don't unsubscribe. We still need you. Uh, last thing, if you do tweet about the show, thank you so much. Uh, keep tweeting at so there was 2 uh, on Twitter. And yeah, you're great. You're cool. Uh, hold on, actually. Uh, hmm. <laughs> last, last thing. Okay, I promise. This is the last thing. Uh, Spotify, CastBox, iTunes, we are on all of those platforms. So, if you want to check us out there or share that with anybody you know, also, that'd also be cool. Oh, okay, see ya. Goodbye. And we're back. It is deciding time. We need Ooh. to call it something else. Deciding time. <laughs> it's time to decide. It's time. It's time. Who will we? Uh, who will we ship off the island today? <laughs> who's, who's who's not who's not a uh, who's going home today? Who's, who's going in home? and who's out? Yes. Um. Can I start? I think it's you, bum, because you mentioned that. Uh, many of your main resources were like pop culture type things. I know because it's like not what lot, did they actually. did. Guinness World Records really award some dead Egyptians for having the first strike? Well, it's the, they, they, or is they it just like a factoid really that they got? Award. It's not like they awarded. They went they like. It they, sounds it's like, like it's it. not like they traveled back in time and then handed them like, "Hey, congratulations, you won." The, but no, it, it, I mean, you don't all, know that yet. Though. It's just their their archives. Okay. Because not everything they do is like an award for doing it. Right. I mean, actually, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but still, it's like, I'm trying to wrap my head around how, uh, it's, it's so weird. Because I'm, I'm forced to pick between uh, a strike that happened a while ago, 
to a modern uh, discovery of new sharks that aren't the Meg. But sadly, sadly, but I don't, I don't, I don't know, and I have to go with something. For me, this is crazy because all of our sources and our titles they match up with our stories. They Except do. Yours. They do. No, it says. The first strike ever recorded. That could well, be ancient I, I tried Sumeria. To find, I tried to find, like, doesn't what? mean it was necessarily ancient Egyptian. Could have been Byzantium. Could have been Babylonian. Could have been Prenepolis. It could have been 1901. <laughs> it is true that it doesn't say Egyptian in the title, and I couldn't find any that says Egyptian in the title. True though, that is true. I, I, they just all focus on being a first strike. Right. Which is all the rage. But it's crazy that all our source titles have are very uh, correlated with what we talked about. Right. And since we can't create fake uh, titles or sources, this is kind of like a first for us. But I have to choose between... Mark Zuckerberg killing animals for a whole year and eating only that? No, not only no. eating that. No? He, the he, only meat he eats oh, the only is meat. the ones that he kills. But he doesn't... He, he says doesn't that... butcher it? No, he, he kills it, he slits the throat, sends it off to a butcher to get chopped <laughs> yeah, up. that's what's so messed up! <laughs> no, it's... I, I guess, but I then know. it's like, I don't want to go through the trouble to go out to my yard and, and take, you know, the shotgun to old but Bessie. But if you're going to kill the thing, go through the whole process, you know. Like. But it really happened. And he ate more vegetables, apparently. It's I crazy. mean, if that really happened, it really happened. I didn't hear anything about it, but, like, I suspect that he would be the type of guy to do that. I've never heard anything about Mark Zuckerberg. Killing ant that's crazy. Um, with you, Ivan, your story doesn't seem that crazy. I mean Finding underwater sharks in a volcano okay, no. that is active. Well they found they found crazy. they found sharks in the ocean. Wow. <laughs> oh, congratulations. No, but it's, like, it's in an active volcano. I know that's not like no that's, humans. Can that's live kind here. of not cool, honestly. It's cool, isn't it? It's pretty cool though. <laughs> I thought I it was pretty cool. For us biology majors, I'm not a biology major. <laughs> we went underwater. I if I was, and we found major. some sharks. Whoa! <laughs> new species, right? A new new I, type of shark. But if oh. I were if I were oh. you if I were you, Ivan, and if I did have the fake story, I probably would have embellished it a bit more. But since yours, I don't really see any room where you embellished it. Besides, you probably just threw in the sharks of a different species or whatever. But I'm, I'm going to have to go with Davis as the no, fake story. No, Okay, so the only loopholes that I find here... Well, if it's not obvious embellishments, which, of course, that we're all looking for, like what Bum said, uh, I'm looking at Bum right now because of the loopholes of three of his sources and his links... All three of your sources, I agree with Davis. The first recorded uh, strike in history. That could be like... I Adam don't know. I'm, I'm not a history major. But that could be construed to any any which way that you can. There's a lot of leeway in that. Because like, that's just the title. And so if you're thinking of making a fake story, at least, honestly, I would go for that. I think there's a lot of leeway. It's definitely bum. For Mr. Bum to do some rumming. It's definitely bum. To do some glumming. 
Okay, it's, it looks like I'm not a shopping block, but I still vote Davis as the fake story. I'm, I'm voting bum. It's kind of obvious if you think about it, and I don't have time to think. Yeah, I my, throw in bum. My suspicions are, are now for sure it's definitely No, Davis. it's not me. So who's the faker, though? Who's the faker? It's not me. Have you guys decided on me? Yeah, yeah. we just said it. I'm not the faker. What? Then who is? Oh, no. Who is the faker? Not me. Oh my god. No! <laughs> we both got, all got true. You <laughs> missed Uh, hey! <laughs> no. Definitely didn't mess up. <laughs> what? April Fools, everyone! <laughs> if you already couldn't tell for our April Fools special. <laughs> all three of our stories are true. We tricked and you. Hey. That was completely planned. Uh, <laughs> so, I don't blame you if you're like disappointed and you unsubscribe after this episode, but you know, that. sometimes, yeah, all three stories are true. The, the truth is stranger than fiction sometimes, mm. you know. And if you were thinking that one of ours was fake, ha, you're wrong. So, yeah, totally, totally scripted, not an accident. <laughs> Planned all the way through and through. No mistakes were made. Thoroughly thought out. We researched. A big about, brain. We, 200 IQ. We made a spreadsheet to make sure we didn't overlap too much. We had the whiteboard and everything. The red lines. We've been planning this for months in advance. <laughs> and it, it turned out perfectly. So thank you once again for joining us. Uh, thank you, Blue Tape, for sponsoring this episode of the So There Was podcast. You should get it. Like, it. It fixes everything, and I mean everything. You don't even need to go to the doctor. Like, just use blue tape. I don't believe in doctors. <laughs> for, for legal reasons. <laughs> for legal reasons, please. That's a joke. Yes, it's a joke. It's completely a joke. It's not. Okay, so thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy this April Fool's joke. And uh, tune in next time to hear the amazing truths and the fantastic falsehoods on the So There Was podcast. And we promise we will never do it again. Until next year. Until next year. <laughs> Okay, so please subscribe, share this on Twitter, and comment below because we make these episodes for you guys. So remember, check your facts and watch your back. And don't mis make mistakes like we did. <laughs>